Roby Health Show, where today we're talking about the Dirty Dozen, those top 12 veggies that you should be very, very careful about buying unless organic. Now, this research is done by the Environmental Working Group. They publish their list, the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15 every year. It's very interesting. It does change. It does have some surprises on it this year. So pay attention. And if you're like most Americans, you're not getting enough vegetables. And if you're going to get enough vegetables, you want to make sure and get the right ones. And so let's talk about this for just a minute. First of all, did you know that only one in 10 Americans gets enough fruit or vegetables in a day, according to the CDC? As a matter of fact, they said that their recommendation is one and a half to two cups of uh, fruits per day and two to three cups of vegetables and Less than 10%, about 9% of Americans eat that much. Of those, the vast majority get their vegetables from either potatoes, corn, or carrots. So we got a lot of work to do to get more veggies. The problem is some of them are chock full of pesticides. And so that's what the Dirty Dozen is. And then, of course, the Clean 15 are those that you probably don't have to buy organic. Now, one of the interesting things that the CDC found was that Virginians are the worst in the nation at eating vegetables. Only 6% of Virginians get enough vegetables versus 12% in Alaska. So first of all, if you're a Virginian, you need to be really, really embarrassed because in Alaska, can you even stick a shovel in the ground to make a garden? Like exactly why is it that Alaskans are eating more vegetables than anybody else? I don't know. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. I know they do probably have a growing season, but I imagine a lot of this fruits and veggies, these fruits and veggies are coming from somewhere else. Who knows? But Alaskans are still not doing very good out of 100%. They're only 12%, but better than other states. So interesting stuff there. But for those of us who are right around that 10% range, which hopefully my listeners are not, or at least are striving to improve things, this list is pretty interesting and something you really do need to pay attention to. I'll be making at least one significant purchasing change based on this list. And after listening, you may be doing the same thing. Now, that being said, this is not something you want to get religious about or determine that these foods now have to be organic or you're not going to buy them. And the reason why, of course, is because None of us is getting is getting enough veggies. So if you're having, you know, if we're comparing this to like a bowl of Fruit Loops, well, you know, bad vegetables are probably way better than Fruit Loops or boxed food of any kind from the middle of the grocery store. And so what we don't want to do here is use this as an excuse to not buy some of these vegetables. We all need to be eating more vegetables And our body is pretty good at going through toxins and getting rid of them. If we're eating fairly well, if we're exercising, we're pretty good at getting rid of the junk that we take in. That being said, we want to minimize the junk that we're taking in. But I guarantee if you're eating out of the boxes in the middle of the grocery store, you're taking in tons of junk, including preservatives and low nutrition food. And so it would be better, in my humble opinion to go and buy a ton of vegetables without even paying attention to this list than to eat how most Americans eat. That being said, you can raise your game and even eat more healthily through 
understanding this list. Now, one of the things that we're doing is Sid, our wonderful graphic designer, is making a PDF printout that you can stick on your fridge. I got this idea from my mom. She keeps the Dirty Dozen list on her fridge year-round, and it reminds her which ones she's got to buy organic from the grocery store, and that's what she does. And so I decided to make something just like that for you. So if you go to dirobi.com and click on Resources, you should be able to find the Dirty Dozen PDF download. You can click on that. You can print it. You can put it on your fridge, and you can eat according to these guidelines. Now, um, let's, let's just go through the list here. And I will tell you the Dirty Dozen with my expert insight and analysis as I go. Wait for it. Number one on the Dirty Dozen list, the thing that you really ought to buy organic whenever possible is strawberries. Now, the best way to eat strawberries, everybody knows this, is with fresh cream. Those of you who don't do dairy, I am so sorry for you. And if you can't do dairy, I'm even more sorry for you. But you could buy some of our Eat Anything and take it first, and you'd have the right prebiotics, probiotics, and enzymes to prepare your stomach to eat dairy, and it would change your life so that you could enjoy strawberries with fresh cream. Number two on the list is spinach. Now, I have been buying the big bag of spinach from Costco. We make a ton of green smoothies out of spinach. And here is a pro tip. Buy your big bag of spinach and stick it in the freezer. I know this sounds weird. Now, you wouldn't do this with what you're going to use in your salads. Okay, So what you want to keep fresh, you take, put in a different bag in the fridge. But everything you're going to use in green smoothies, you freeze it. The spinach keeps forever. And never again will you have to dump a bag of spinach onto your counter and sift through the yucky leaves. You've done this. I know you've done this. We've all done this. Or we dumped it in the sink and tried to sort through and get rid of all the junk and pick out the good leaves. Never again if you just freeze it right out of the gate. Number three is kale. Now, kale is super healthy. A lot of people consider it more healthy even than spinach. And one interesting factoid about kale, it is the best way to ruin a green smoothie. Try it once and you'll agree. But it's awesome in mixed field greens and salads and it's super healthy for you. But in the Environmental Working Group study, they found that some kale contained 18 different types of pesticide. It seems to just be a sponge for the stuff. So you got to buy organic kale whenever possible. Number five is nectarines. That one is, I guess, not that surprising because it has such a soft outer skin, but it's number four on the list. Number five, I guess, is a little more surprising, and that's apples. Because, you know, it just seems like the skin isn't quite as absorbent as a nectarine, and maybe you'd assume that it'd keep the pesticide out, but it does not. As a matter of fact, I've got a friend whose uncle owned a orchard up in Kelowna, British Columbia, where I was raised, and he said that his uncle would peel an apple down about a quarter inch before he would eat it because he knew how much spray he was putting on an apple. So kind of a little interesting anecdote there. Number six is grapes. Another not-so-surprising fact. Number seven is peaches, another food really enjoyable with cream. Number eight is cherries. Can't get enough cherries. They're so good. The growing season is short, but when we can get cherries, we got to get big, black, nice, juicy cherries and eat all that we can. But again, we should go for the organic. 
Pears is number nine. Tomatoes is number 10. Now, tomatoes are just a great veggie. Or are they a fruit, right? Uh, you know, if we go back to our school days, uh, tomatoes seem to be one of these gender-confused uh, foods, I think. So, uh, but tomatoes are a phenomenal healthy food, one, that, one that's easy to add into salads. I know that my English relatives uh, enjoy them fried up with uh, their eggs in the morning. I know it may sound weird if you are a, a North American, but try it sometime. It's not too bad. So um, tomatoes are very healthy. It's an easy and inexpensive veggie slash fruit, but you got to get organic if possible. Number number 11 is celery. And number 12, and this one is absolutely shocking to me, is potatoes. Because of course, potatoes are a root vegetable growing in the ground. And I, I assume that the pollutants must get to the tomato through the leaves. But there you have it. I never assumed I had to buy organic potatoes, but moving forward, we will be looking for organic potatoes because they are on the dirty dozen list. And so we just want to minimize how much pesticide we're taking in. Now, keep in mind, and this is important to remember, that when you're standing there in the grocery store looking at the difference in price between organic potatoes and non-organic potatoes, the price per pound may seem fairly significant. And yet potatoes are still pretty affordable because the amount of food you get, I mean, think how filling one large potato is, right? And so even though you're going to pay more per pound, they're still pretty cheap. And over the course of the month, if you think through how many you're really going to buy, it's probably not that many. Why not just cough up for the organic potatoes so that you're not eating the pesticides, but you're still getting a pretty good value compared to some of these other fruits and veggies that we've named. Okay. Other interesting takeaways from the report from EWG. 70% of the non-organic samples tested contained at least one pesticide, and many of them contained multiple pesticides. One kale sample, I think I got the stat wrong earlier, so one kale sample had 18 different types of pesticides in it. Can't remember what I said, but I don't think it was 18. That's a huge number. Many of these results are disturbing, and many of these chemicals are banned for use on food in other countries. Now, that's pretty disappointing, right? I mean, the United States has a lower standard when it comes to pesticides than, than uh, the European Union. And so, you know, we consider ourselves such a leader in the world, but in some ways, we're just not sad but true. This is something we ought to take into account in our own houses and not really go with what the government allows, but understand that there are some pesticides banned in other countries that are found on foods in the United States. Another factoid, the United States Department of Agriculture tests found 225 different pesticides and pesticide breakdown products on thousands of product samples analyzed. Environmental Working Group analyzed USDA pesticide residue data and found that almost 70% of non-organic produce sampled tested positive for contamination. So it's a big deal. We don't want to be eating poison. If it'll kill bugs, it can eventually kill us. I think that's the theory. More than 90% of samples of strawberries, apples, cherries, spinach, nectarines, and kale tested positive for residue of two or more pesticides. The pesticide that is legal in the United States and illegal in other countries is called Dacthol, a potentially carcinogenic pesticide 
that is banned in Europe. And 60% of non-organic kale has this pesticide. Uh, You also will find this offensive product on broccoli, sweet potatoes, eggplant, and turnips. Make a note of that. Also, this problem cannot be washed away. Systemic pesticides are inside the produce. You cannot wash it off. So that's great if you've got non-organic veggies and fruit um, that you're going to eat. But if you're going to wash it thinking it's a whole lot better for you, it's just getting some stuff off of the surface. You're still downing pesticides. So let's move on to the clean 15, the non-organic produce least likely to be contaminated with pesticide. Numero uno in its handy little shell is avocados. And isn't that terrific because don't you just love you some avocado? I do. It's one of my favorite foods. I have avocado, a serving of avocado, literally every single day. Uh, My favorite way of getting avocado is by totally cheating. I love the little single packs at Costco. Those things are a staple in our house. They're a staple in my office. If you've never tried them, go treat yourself to, it's actually guacamole. It's not just avocado. It's a a prepared guacamole. The ingredients are phenomenal. It's delicious. It's nutritious. And you end up not wasting most of your avocados because the minute you open those suckers up, they start going bad within minutes. And the window on those things is just so short that having single size servings ready to go in the fridge is a beautiful thing. Number two on the clean 15 is sweet corn. Number three is another fruit in its nice little skin, a pineapple. Four is frozen sweet peas, believe it or not. Number five is onions. Six is papayas. Seven is eggplant. Eight is asparagus. Nine is kiwi. Ten is cabbage, which is interesting. Eleven is cauliflower, also interesting to me. I don't know why, but I'm just the way it grows, you know. I mean, I've grown it myself, I've seen how it grows. And uh, surprise that the pesticide wouldn't get on it, but there you have it. Number 12 is cantaloupes, 13 broccoli, 14 mushrooms, and 15 is honeydew. Less than 1% of avocado and sweet corn samples tested positive for any detectable pesticides. They were the cleanest of all products tested, produce tested. Uh, more than 15% of the fruit and vegetable samples on the Clean 15 list had no pesticide at all. So that is very, very cool. Uh, EWG says multiple pesticide residues are extremely rare on the Clean 15 veggies. Another great fact. And only 6% of Clean 15 fruit and vegetable samples harbored two or more pesticides. And a little other side note, though, on the Clean 15 is that some papayas and sweet corn in the United States are GMO. And so, you know... I, I am not convinced that GMO, GMO foods are the devil that some people think they are. As a matter of fact, I've seen research indicating they are not. In Precision Nutrition, Dr. John Berardi, who's done extensive research on this, said that it is a fear-mongering thing that can grab headlines when we talk about GMO foods, and that most people who are really, really excited about not eating anything GMO are generally those who are not very educated on the subject And so this is a clickbait type of an issue where it's easy to get people to pay attention to GMO type stories. So 
if you are absolutely convinced that GMOs are the devil and that if you eat them, something terrible will happen like growing a third arm or a new eye above your nose or something like that, you may want to just take another look and ask yourself those deep searching questions like, did I really hear this on a clickbait website or a blog that was really just trying to get me to go look at it or a conspiracy theorist website or something like that and just reevaluate it. Uh, I did that for myself because I was convinced GMOs were the devil until uh, Dr. Berardi published his research and I'm a huge fan of his and I know he is not quick to judge these types of issues, often waiting years and watching for multiple and big studies before making opinions And so I lean towards not fearing GMOs near as much as I used to. What are the practical takeaways of this information? Well, number one is whenever possible, buy the organic form of the Dirty Dozen. Start buying from a local farmer's market or other known trusted source. Now, there's something really important you got to understand. We have local farms and I love to buy from local farms and there are three local farms I can buy vegetables at that if I say, are your, is your vegetables, are your vegetables certified organic? They will say no. The only reason though that they're not certified organic is because we can't afford the certification. If we could afford the certification, they absolutely would be certified. And so that's the way we grow, but we cannot claim certification because of the expense. It's a sad plight of the small farmer. So if you have local farms in your area or you go to a farmer's market and they tell you their produce is not organic, you still can ask a couple more questions uh, and, and find out that chances are those vegetables are much better quality than what you're going to get at your average big box grocery store. The Clean 15, I personally do not worry about organic. That's how I use this list. To me, the whole purpose of having the Clean 15 is knowing that I can save a little money on these items, and that's what I recommend. The last thing we want to do here is not eat some of these vegetables because they're not organic. As I mentioned, I believe that a vegetable with pesticide in it is probably still healthier than some of the junk people are eating every single day, right? So we, we got to put all of this in perspective. The fact is we recommend in our coaching five to nine servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. And the last thing we want is to put out information like this and have people then be fearful of buying vegetables or think that vegetables are now even more expensive. And so they just can't afford to get their five to nine servings. So make sure and listen to our episode called Eat the Rainbow with Michelle Lockhart. That's a phenomenal episode, especially if you struggle to eat vegetables. There's some excellent ideas there. Uh, and you know, a lot of people struggle to eat vegetables and yet it doesn't take that much. If you're actually to walk through the vegetable section of your local grocery store, even if you're not a vegetable lover, I bet if you just walk it carefully and mindfully looking at each item, you would realize, oh, wait, I do like that. Okay, I'll get that one. Or or remember a meal, maybe a restaurant meal where you were served vegetables that were particularly good. You know, it's not that hard to learn how to cook vegetables that are very tasty. If you've never had roasted vegetables, uh, you've never enjoyed vegetables at their finest. And you know what? 
raw vegetables are not necessarily the best. As a matter of fact, raw vegetables are kind of hard to digest. They are very high in fiber. It's, it's true. But when you eat a lot of raw vegetables, you then can run into a little bit of stomach problem. It can take a while to digest. It can make you kind of tired. The fact is when you cook and break down food, it's a lot easier on your system. And so cooking vegetables in a way that makes them delicious and so that they're palatable and that you like them and will eat them is a really great idea. And, you know, try to learn how to cook them in such a way that you're retaining some, you know, most of the nutrients. And I, I think the only way to really get rid of uh, a lot of the nutrients is to boil them, uh, you know, o- overly much. Uh, that's probably really bad English, but you get the idea. Steamed vegetables and roasted vegetables are a phenomenal way to make them soft and then finding good seasonings so they're delicious uh, it is a, a great way for you to be able to get those five to nine servings per day. So go to dirobi.com, click on the resources page to download the PDF that you can print on your printer, stick on the fridge and make sure and follow this list. If you're not getting five to nine, to nine servings every day, then work on it. Like I say, just pick one that uh, you've maybe never tried before. Use the Google Go find recipes on how to make vegetables delicious. There's tons of ways. They don't take that long. They're not as hard. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the problems we create with food and nutrition are self-created because we've come to believe that we have to prep all our food in 30 seconds in a microwave, and we just don't. It doesn't take that much longer to prep good, nutritious, healthy food. It just takes a little effort. One of the things that's helped me a ton is whenever I find those great recipes, I create a note in my phone. I use a simple notes app and I write them down and I have a bunch of favorite recipes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And so that I can go to those and quickly remember how to cook something that I really enjoy. So I hope these tips help. Go grab the PDF. As I mentioned in the last episode, we do have a coupon code for you guys. Anything on our website, you can get 15% off using the coupon code INSIDER. One of the products you might want to take a serious look at is Mimi's Miracle Minerals. The vast majority of Americans are de- deficient on trace minerals. And even if you get enough fruits and vegetables in a day, chances are you're still deficient. Even people who are vegan and, and, and uh, primarily plant-based eaters are mineral deficient. Mimi's Miracle Minerals has over 70 trace minerals. It's a great way to make sure you get all that you need. And so make sure and check those out and get coupon, uh, use the coupon code INSIDER at checkout to save 15%. Until next time, this is Dave Sherwin wishing you health and success.